everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Decade's Best Podcast. Grant had been very due diligent at uh, watching and getting in the frame of mind to do some movies that I was slacking on over the since the last time we did one of these. And then uh, we both saw the same movie, and it's a new release. Crazy. And I think it's worth considering for the next Decade's Best Movies, so we decided to talk about that. One of these days, we'll talk Guillermo. Oh well, maybe we can just pocket it yeah. until he'll have a new movie next year. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Something Alley. Oh, it's got Kate Blanchett and I I did see this. it's like about carnival freaks. BC's in it. It's got a great cast. BC, um, what was it? Bradley Cooper. Oh, Come on, that's BC. That's what I said. BC. No, I mean, I didn't. I'm it was in disbelief. I was saying that. <laughs> what about Brandy Carlisle? What does she get? Not BC. Apparently not. Um, yeah, we are going to talk about Christopher Nolan's latest, Tenet, which Grant and I both managed to see at our local drive-ins. Mm-hmm. How far did you have to drive? 30 miles. San Jose. So just the south end of our bay, basically. So, so it was like... How far is your drive? It was Belleville, so... Belleville. About the same, That's I guess. Little, probably took a little bit longer, maybe. Mm-hmm. There's no traffic during COVID time, so... Yeah. I this was like easily in my top three most anticipated movies of the year, and if not a lot of competition these days. Well, well, but I mean, like when I made the list before all of this happened. Oh, you didn't see this was, coming? <laughs> I knew this would happen before at the new year. It, it was probably this. What's the the French Dispatch was number one mm-hmm. for sure. That should be good. But I don't think that's coming out this year anymore. It's, they haven't officially announced. They took it off the calendar, and it's never coming back until <laughs> this is until this is over. It Wonderful. seems like that seems to be uh, Disney's st- new strategy. But that, this, and probably Kaufman's Charlie Kaufman's movie. I'm thinking of ending things. Mm-hmm. Were probably my three most anticipated movies. So I've now got to see two of those. And spoiler for I'm thinking of anything, or I'm thinking of ending things. That film is my number one movie of this year and would definitely be up for consideration if Grant can steal Netflix from somebody. Uh, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> I thought that was a TV show. Whoops. No. Charlie well, that's, Kaufman. That's less of a time commitment. I can, I can, oh, yeah. I can snatch Netflix two for, hours and for 17 two hours. Minutes. Sure. Yeah, you can even convince a movie night to maybe watch it. I don't know if you guys still do that <laughs> we, these times. But. COVID times, we haven't brought it back yet. It's coming yeah, back okay. soon, though, I think. Okay. But yes, we're here to talk about Tenet, which is Christopher Nolan's latest after Dunkirk. A movie, I don't know if Grant and I ever discussed we, you in podcast You gave a scathing form. review, and I, I was destroyed like, it on the website. And I was like, watch it again, and you're going <laughs> to like it. And now I would I would firmly put it as my second favorite Christopher Nolan movie. I was surprised that you're number one. Christopher I love Walking out of Inception. Oh, yeah. I was blown away. It was a great feeling. But that's funny is you didn't even like the top. Oh, I fucking hate the top. I mean, so that's why top. I kind of left with a little pep in my step. Well, I was kind of like <sighs> such a like a fun moment and the entire audience just gasped. And it was a great moment. I quickly settled on if if the top kept spinning, it actually would. I've decided the top falls over, basically. <laughs> you I, tell I, yourself I, whatever you need I to I don't say. want any ambiguity <laughs> to it. I've just decided it has fallen over because it would really make me mad if it was still spinning. Whatever you need to hear, buddy. But no, Dunkirk, I the editing I, really threw me off. And then I rewatched it at home in 4K, beautiful Blu-ray. So it was still a great experience. And 
yes, I grew to love that movie. And I love all of his movies. I think outside, I have not seen, still have never seen Following. Have you ever seen Following? I did. You did? Interesting thing about Following is there's a little Batman reference in there. Oh, yeah? And it's yeah, like, it was, oh, my gosh. It was, <laughs> like, we, we had to stop the movie. It was, like, so jarring. It's like, oh, my God. I don't think I've seen Insomnia in a very long time either, though. Yeah, I see. Uh, that's it, what I was wondering. It's been well over 10 years, like. I think. I still I don't think it's going to be anything close to the rest. To like, anyway, yeah. But Following. But just Following, yeah. Following, following was cool. It just... Yeah. Um, you could tell he's kind of working on things. Mm-hmm. It's 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 worth a watch, but don't expect too much out of it because mm-hmm. it's just uh, some things aren't totally worked out as to like how he does his. I don't know how how the characters flow together and things like that. It's yeah. just it's lacking something, but it's still okay. uh, still asks some interesting questions like all his movies yeah. do. I hear it is, and I hear it like you can see the potential that absolutely. Which you is why you got a big. That's why you got a big yeah. check for uh, no, the next one. I mean, you got not to, Memento. Memento yeah, well, was. I mean, okay. big check compared to following, but still yeah, pretty he gets paltry. he gets the stars from the Matrix to be in his next yeah, movie. That's true. That's I mean, it's it's a big deal. And Memento, we just did for the podcast. I don't think it's. I don't think we've. I published that one yet. But I was surprised how low you had Memento. Yeah, I mean, I know you're saying four I, through seven or whatever was, but good. but I also think ultimately. I think I prefer him on a bigger scale. Like I, I love that. I mean, I love. He's one of the few directors, along with like a Spielberg, or um, yeah. I was gonna say, what are you gonna say next? Um, um, I'm just trying to think of who worked. I mean, Fincher works at a budget of this big, but he like he doesn't go for the same. He doesn't go for this kind of scale. No, no. I mean, yeah, the Batman stunts. You know the. Yeah, truck flipping I, over. I mean, that's, that's incredible. What I mean, what it comes down to is Nolan and Spielberg are the two best big giant budget putting things on the screen that you've never really seen before. Directors there are uh, James Cameron, right maybe right? J- uh, James Cameron for sure, but he's made one movie in the last twenty years. So it, um, Avatar movies take a long time to plan. Okay, the plot <laughs> is very complex, <laughs> or four of them, I guess. But um. So I think that's where to to circle back and put a button on Memento. Memento is still great. I'm probably I was probably underrating it a little bit on the rewatch. I think that movie out of any of his movies relies the most on its first viewing. Nah, that's probably a lie. Nah, but I think it, because rewatching the movie, I I just I know that movie by heart too. Like I watched it so much throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Did you um, ever watch it in? Yes, I did. I had the DVD that lets you do that. And it works really well that way, too. I will say, in contrast, and it'll be interesting to note if you agree, I think Tenet is his funniest movie since Memento. Like, I... Okay, those eyes tell me everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was laughing a lot watching this movie. I mean, Neil... In the right ways. Neil gave some good... Pattinson gave some good jokes. Even John David Washington... No, don't, um, don't give me the... The, I, oh, I ordered my hot sauce half an hour ago. That's a oh, terrible that was great. I no, terrible. I loved it. I he was definitely doing some low key Denzel vibes, but it also felt his own. He had it's just hard. The voice is exactly the same as Denzel. It's hard. It's gonna be hard <laughs> for him to escape that. It's not. I don't think he's doing an impression. It's just he sounds. He's got the same it's voice. It's just DNA. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed his swagger and 
I, like the comedy. Uh, by the way, we're gonna go full spoilers for Tenet during this conversation. Um, I thought, I thought he was funny in the way he fought. Uh, like b- both of his like solo fights that hand to hand fights he has, he has some good com- comedic beats in. What's I don't the, know. Other, what's another comedic beat in a fight? I'm trying to remember. Um, I think like I don't know. Just the way he carried himself in the kitchen fight was really good. I thought. Yeah, that didn't work. For and I, I thought there was humor to his like sw- like this again. It's like that swagger. It was like funny watching him beat the shit out of these guys and catch grating half their face off with a cheese grater. That would that that is a pretty boss move. I'm not gonna lie. The, the, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discount the cheese grater. Cheese grater is nice, uh, but that, the, the rest of that fight just was dumb and. No, no, I I, li- I really like that fight. And then the hallway fight. He was he gives a great um. When he fights himself, his inverted self, sure. he gives some great um, looks in the first go, or obviously the first go around, because you can't really see his face in the second one. Hmm. But in the first time we see the fight, he, I think he gives some good looks as they're like mimicking each other and like uh, kind of mirroring each other. There's It'd be good to watch that again, like, like knowing kind of where it's knowing going. Yeah. At what point? We're kind of all over when, the place here. When they but. put on the masks, when they put on the outfits, and they're walking by the airplane, I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I I put it together. I guess in the they were still in the truck, but I was like, "Oh!" I but I I didn't feel dumb at all for not realizing. Right. Like even in the moment, I figured it was going to be someone else. But you know what is even better? Like, oh my god, moment is when the inverted version goes into the switch mm-hmm. and then jumps out of the other side and you realize, oh, it was just one guy I the know. whole time. I was like, oh my gosh, that's fucking brilliant. There's a lot of good um, little touches there. The bullets were great also because, well, I mean, on, on both ends, the when you realize, even before he says it, like these bullets were have not yeah. been fired yet. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> and then the fact that the reason he was firing the bullets was apparently to empty the clip. Yeah, I don't even, yeah, I mean, that, I, that, 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 that it's funny they remember that. I don't even, I was actually thinking, I was like, when did the, they see the bullets fire, but I guess it's because it's at the end of that fight. Mm-hmm. He or, storms or in. He's invert himself, storms in, right? And then they have the tussle with the gun, and then he jumps out, and Neil chases the other one. Yes. Same, or the same, same guy. Yeah. Same one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, that was a long diatribe away from talking about, I thought this movie was funny, um, but... Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I I guess I'll wrap up my feelings. I really loved the movie. I I fully embraced um, Fleur Delacour, uh, <laughs> Harry Potter reference in the the tenant, the blonde tenant lady. Why? It's not actually Fleur, is it? Yeah, that's who it is. It's oh no Fleur way! Delacour. Yeah, I didn't remember um, her being that tall. She um, she was in Widows. I liked her in Widows. She said, "No, no, 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 no! Not Elizabeth Debicki. Who are we talking about? The 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 woman who worked at Tenet. The that he does the bullet thing. The, oh, like oh, that, oh, that girl. Yeah, I could totally that, see that, that being girl. Yeah, floor. Yeah, I totally embrace the don't think about it, feel it. I know. I thought of it, it all. I, it was a little bit corny because I'm like, it's like in Austin Powers where he's like, <laughs> don't worry about it, Austin, and you guys don't worry about it either. <laughs> but it's also Looper too, you know, like don't worry about any of this time I like the way shit. Looper did it better. Oh, I like, mean, don't try to fucking understand the trip. <laughs> whatever he said. I agree. Looper did it better. But like Nolan is telling you how to watch this movie and while 
the redditors of the world nolan redditors nolan heads are gonna act like they're so sophisticated for understanding i actually don't think it was that big of an accomplishment to follow the plot i i felt like i stayed with it pretty well the whole time and actually it was fun being in my car like i normally would never talk in a movie (laughs) but being in my car (laughs) i was able to just chat with amy i'd be like oh this is what's happening and it was kind of fun to banter and like get excited about all that stuff i even accepted a text because we saw it with some other friends who are in another car Mm -hmm. and they when we they got back to the airport she sent the like brain exploding Mm -hmm. emoji i'll have to watch it when on the rewatch i'll have to see if how much of it was our uh, viewing situation because we had a little bit of speaker issue. We were watching it in Mm. like folding chairs and somebody had had their car on next to us. Yeah. It was like really nice outside. So it was hard to hear what was being said, but I've heard other Mm. people complain about that as well. So I don't know how much there has been a lot of complaints about it. I, I don't, I mean, I granted, like I couldn't tell you half the shit, Kenneth Branagh said over the walkie-talkie at the finale of the movie. No, I didn't really catch that either. But I could. Uh, but I mean, you get the gist like, of it. You get the gist of it. And uh, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't. I wasn't worried about any of that stuff. And I, that could have been also like, obviously, I threw like presentation out the window as something I was going to worry about watching this movie. I was excited to be back watching a movie in a movie theater, quote unquote. Obviously, people's headlights popped on and taillights flashed. And like you said, cars, modern cars turn on and off on their own and throw things off. And I don't know. I didn't let any of that bother me. And but to be honest, like I thought the I thought the sound was pretty damn good at my theater. So like you said, maybe it was a local thing. I I mean, a lot of people review. This takes me back to not get on a tangent. This takes me back to all the people that bitched them on about 3D looking shitty. And it was clearly just a case of all these people were going to see their press screenings at a, the shittiest movie theater possible and with shitty bulbs and it looked like crap and if it was done properly. But I don't know if that was happening here. But um, yeah, so I loved it. I think from my, I read Grant's review after I saw it and I got the impression you appreciated it. Yeah, but like there, there not parts quite of it. sure where to embrace it. There were parts of it that were great. Like yeah. the the opening scene was great. The the airport scene. Which I really... came running into there. They they had commercials going. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna run take oh one more gosh. pee in. And then I came back and what, it was like what's the first like, thing Oh you shit, saw? the movie started. Uh oh, it was it was before anybody got into like the uh, nobody in the opera house got had gotten knocked out before I got to the car. So Because it was it was a good moment with the patches in the van. So if you if you didn't Okay, see guys, I did miss that. I did miss that. It was pretty cool. Okay. Because I, I, the, the, it definitely when like the, they were referencing these patches a lot during the thing, and that makes sense now that I definitely must have missed something. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had, they just had like, they didn't know who was going to respond to the attack, mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. just had like three or four different patches on hand, so okay. they can give that to the team, so they can match everybody else. Oh, because they're supposed to be changing. Mm. They don't know who they're supposed to be. Very cool. Did you assume it was I, before we get to your take? Um, did you assume it was Pattinson the first time you watched it? The inverted, who the inverted person was? No. Apparently, I, I think I it. only assumed that because obviously, who else was it going to be? But, but at the same time, well, it's, all right, we'll get into that in a minute. I have a logistical question. Not that we're supposed to think about it. But, yeah. Um, you go tell yeah. us. Yeah. So my, my main issue was just that the screenplay was just a little bit weak, and 
In what way? In the characters. The characters. Yeah. I should say the, the character development was weak. Screenplay was dealing with a lot I can of agree. I can agree with you there. It's you just, don't get to know much about anybody. And obviously, the protagonist works a lot better for you than he did for me. So Who? What's his name? The protagonist. <laughs> Um, so you were you were down on the character, not David Washington, though. Yeah, I think he did. Fine. Okay, it's just yeah, I just yeah. don't know. I don't think he had enough to deal with. And then, I mean, same thing with uh, uh, I want to say Ledecky. It's that's not her name. Debecky. Elizabeth Debecky. Yeah. And Branagh. I mean, it's just they're given these really. Big... I like Kenneth Branagh. He. I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he's doing just. <laughs> <laughs> such basic like oh i'm evil and i do be- evil things why do i do yeah evil but things? i was i was because sold i'm evil and the i want balls more. down the throat line pretty much sold me on him i'm like all right you can do whatever you want now which line <laughs> that was great he's like i'm not gonna slit your throat i'm gonna cut it down the middle and shove your balls in diarrhea there's a certain Get pride into watching a man struggle to rip his balls out of his throat so he can breathe <laughs> No, no, it's that's that's dumb. <laughs> and it's just like, how many times are we going to put Cat in danger? And and like, technically, they only put her in danger once, once in the in the car chase thing. That's uh, <laughs> no, no. That's what about when she, she every time she stands up to him? <laughs> I mean, we're supposed to, like we're supposed to be like really. This happens like four or five times, and they have a confrontation. And it's like the same thing every time is like she stands up to him, he gets mad, and then something distracts him. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, I I don't care about this right now. This is. <laughs> I do think the last scene works, though, with them. With. Oh. Or when she kills them. And yeah. I think that's all that matters, ultimately. It works better like, than. I think, I think your point is valid. We needed it something to happen. Repetitive. And at that time, something did happen. So, yes, it's yeah. better than the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but finally, finally, something. <laughs> happened with these characters but it also felt like there should have been a little bit of fallout in that she did kind of fuck over the plan yeah. by doing it when it she like, did sorry, it sorry sorry yeah. <laughs> did i end the world no i didn't end the world you're okay because it because it was there to try to create some tension to what was happening mm-hmm. in the pit but at the same time like i don't think anybody could really get on the wavelength of the stakes to the, what was happening in the pit. Nope. Nobody could. So, so it, it didn't quite work to add another, it was supposed to be like an added wrinkle at the last second, but it didn't, you're so busy trying to figure out what the fuck's even going on in mm-hmm. the bottom of the pit. Um, it didn't really work. I, 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 I can agree there. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. And so that's mostly so the, the, the script, not your fave. No, no. And it's just, yeah, maybe the audio better being the better would have made it a little bit a uh, little bit easier to mm-hmm. follow kind of what was going on, and mm-hmm. I think that'll get better as you do rewatches. But yeah, it still it seems like maybe he didn't hit that awesome chord that he usually hits of kind of challenging viewers, but not making it uh, insurmountable. Yeah, I I I, I think. I think if I was going to give anything a knock against it, it would be there's not it doesn't have it doesn't have the big amazing moment. No. Or like visual imagery thing. Well, it that, had like that last fight scene was really yes, a lot of cool things are happening, but none of it yes. means anything. None of it matters yes, unless you're well, in the pit. 
I, I would have liked to had one or two more cool bits with the concept. Mm-hmm. Like y- you get the, the the inverted explosion and the person gets trapped in the wall. And then you get the timed demolition with the rocket launchers. But then that's about it. That's about all you really get of like him going for it with the gimmick of that. You have two people or, you know, like the I guess the inverted wall and re-enclosing isn't even really uh, I would like to see more teamwork between red and blue team mm-hmm. in some I mean, capacity. I don't know. Maybe there was somewhere in the yeah. background. <laughs> There's just a lot of things happening. and No, because I think it fi- it kind of just gives itself over to what Neil is doing. Yeah, which scene. is which I, that the finale worked really well with Neil. That was cool. But mm-hmm. I mean, the whole, there's just so much going on. that didn't mean a thing. It's just, no, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I mean, like, like even on the first time I watched Dunkirk, you know, like when the final in the finale, when all three timelines meet, mm-hmm. it's exhilarating. Oh, yeah. Like I just got a chill thinking about it. That landing. I, I watched that landing on the beach on YouTube, which is randomly the other day. I was just like, Oh, I just want to watch so I'm watching uh, emotional landing on a beach is all I want to do right now. Interstellar has the docking sequence after Bad Damon throws everything into Bad into. Damon. Um, I don't know. You got the you, I mean, is. I mean, there's a lot of cool things in Interstellar, maybe. but I'm just saying that that's my standout moment. Yeah, you don't like movie. the black hole. I like the black hole. No, I I've come around on the black Ooh. hole. I just rewatched that recently too. Yeah. Um, I think. You know, Dark Knight Rises action is just fucking huge. Even and then actually I can I can point out a moment in Dark Knight Rises. Bale climbing out of the thing is a fucking incredible. The pit? Yeah. Man, um we we had too much pit action. I was I was done with the pit. What was before Rises? That was Inception. Inception's just like every like the last fifty minutes of Inception. When the van hits the water. Yeah. Just um, give me that flooded van. No, the hallway fight, I guess, would be the standout there or the Oh yeah, I mean there's I, I, that movie is, that does it for me. Obviously, it's my number one. Uh, Dark Knight uh, has again multiple incredible sequences. Sure. Um, the, the, well, I'd say the opener. Similar the opener. This, similar. This the movie, the car chase. Car chase. Um, right. That's good too. But I'd say the that, yeah. the bank robbery. I think is yeah the best. Um, what's before that? Prestige. I think just like kind of the ending of Prestige. It's the, been a while since I've seen that. But the like, reveal. The reveal is great. Mm-hmm. Batman Begins is a little less so, but I would say like the opening of Batman Begins is always very memorable to me. Like just like going up the map, like the whole, basically everything before he goes back to Gotham City, I think really stands out as like the best part of that movie. Hmm. Um, as well as him yelling Rachel uh, in the, a, a common joke that happens in our family a lot. Your but, family? <laughs> fam- well, my wife and I. Okay. like to scream Rachel Rachel! <laughs> but like this... Like this has great moments, but it's more like the cl- like you said, it's like the clever, the aha moments than it is like this crazy visual thing, mm-hmm. which isn't a which isn't a complaint, but it's and the movie looks incredible and it looks like a two hundred fifty million dollar movie, but at the same time, it doesn't have that that wow moment of like visual awe, even if it all looks great. Hmm. And maybe I think I maybe you know. I'm I'm probably underselling the car chase, the inverted car chase, yeah. a little bit, but I don't know. There's something. This movie felt very grounded for how fucking crazy it is. Does that make a sense? Not really. No. No. Like I don't know. It just felt like he didn't cinematic. Not make it cinematic is the wrong word. 
it felt grounded in its scope. It felt very like it never felt like it took a step. It took a step back to show you. Look at what I'm look at this magistry that I'm putting on um, that some of those other scenes I just mentioned do, hmm. I feel like. Like, so you think some of those other ones that we just talked about kind of kind of lingered in their own glory a little too much. I'm not over. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I told you I didn't know what you were saying. No, I'm just saying I would not say it's too much. Uh-huh. I'm just saying it just he, kept moving. He's he, he's he seemed I'm saying he like steps back and like shows you like it's almost like him showing off. <laughs> and I'm not saying that in a bad way, though. <laughs> OK, but maybe that's a compliment to him in this movie in that he is just like, I have this concept and I'm fucking executing it at every turn. And which he does like I, I can't even if I wish there was a little more to the finale like you. Like, it's still fucking insane that he has, he literally had people on set walking backwards yeah. while other people were moving forwards and had the court. Like, it's an amazing feat of direction. He just doesn't have, like, a swinging dick show off moment, which isn't a, isn't a bad thing. And maybe it, and maybe I missed it watching it the first time. But I, I was wondering, like, as you're saying how it's, there's a lot going on. He's, like, really got a detailed plan for all the, how it's all gonna work forwards and backwards mm-hmm. and how and so maybe it's like that was almost like a distraction and he did he just like he's like i want to keep everything else super simple mm-hmm. and just that's why maybe it's like the card the characters kind of come off a little cardboard yeah i mean it's i i mean it that's very james cameron right yeah like yeah no, i'm so not that's, gonna, that's I, basically my I, argument for avatar yeah yeah, yeah i want to keep it simple and then enjoy the the majesty of my choreography and direction which i think this movie very much it like i said i don't really have any, i have zero complaints all the little fights and set pieces i really enjoyed and was able to just get into um see like the the when they're getting the big trucks around to get the heist mm-hmm. i mean it was cool but it was cool not, i agree it's not that, taking yeah. advantage of the world we created yeah but he's getting there too though you know like, yeah, well, but you're you're, you're right it's kind of like why aren't we going in the matrix when we have the matrix i know um, that, it's so hard to compare like it's not fair to compare that to the, anything to the matrix but it it, it reminds yeah, you of it in things. so many ways like we <laughs> you set up this crazy world and mm-hmm. then okay now send us in mm-hmm. make us uh, amaze us with this new capability and it just doesn't happen in this one for me that much. I, 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 I can agree with you, especially in comparison to the first Matrix, yeah. um, for sure, um, which is a masterpiece. I don't know when the last time you watched that movie. It's um, amazing. I'm, I'm, but but you, you, we rewatched it with some friends last year, or maybe it was even early this year before everything went to hell, and it was like, oh, this movie is fucking incredible. <laughs> like the last 30 minutes of that movie is just like, yep, you know what you're doing. Um, really intrigued to see what the hell they're going to do with this next one. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. So, they shot it in San Francisco. Bill and Ted. <laughs> that was a good the Matrix. Movie. Anyway, to defend James Cameron a bit, that's most not usually a fault of his. I mean, I think he usually has a lot of good characters in his movies. He can. Avatar has the least of them. Oh yeah, the Avatar is definitely the worst of the uh, <laughs> of his characters. But, but, but he's going for. He never went for a bigger scale and scope 
and technology wise jump technology and he's also trying to build out a world so it'll be really interesting to see what he does in the sequels where he can focus on character and not have to build worry Mm -hmm. about establishing this world even though it sounds like he's going to establish a bunch of new we're going to like apparently travel to the entire solar system uh that that of avatar or pandora i'm sorry yeah Um, i mean that that uh disney world needs to get bigger they need they need to expand. They need more worlds. They need uh, COVID to go away. Um, yeah, I don't know. What were some of the stand, other stand... Have we hit all the standout moments for you in Tenet? Is there any we haven't mentioned? Um, just, I mean, we kind of touched on it, but just how awesome that opener was. Like, how, like, just the movement, the the, the gimmick, what, what was bringing them, them there in the first place, and just how it was shot was just beautiful, I thought. And just the the flowing camera, and and I was just like, this is we're in a good spot here <laughs> he knows what he's doing oh yeah it's great what you what about the uh climate change message how'd that work for you fine i mean it's it's it's, <laughs> Blew I, mean, me it's, away. it's, it's I mean it's thrown in there but like from the idea that this is a movie in a normal world when it was supposed to come out and would have been seen by a bunch of a lot of people like Yes, it wasn't the most elegant way of putting it in there, but I think it's, I think having a movie of this scale and this populace having a message like that is great. Um, and it, I think it actually works as an interesting. Yeah, I mean, I just, he, I guess he needs to spend more time on it or get a rewrite to get it in there maybe a little bit more directly or, I don't know. It just, it was kind of a cool thing to touch on but just didn't really totally work didn't he didn't develop it enough i suppose like he is dealing with like politics a little bit and like these people from the future don't give a shit about anybody else so they're just going to (laughs) they'll 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 sacrifice you to get what they want i think that's got a modern parallel and then climate change is obviously the challenge of our times and we need to fucking do something about it. So I don't know. Yeah, there was only like two references to really talk about. Well, like there's the a lot motivation. of visual references with the water and the, and the, yeah, and the for sure. uh, fan. But I mean like the windmill, like like them actually talking about sure. the people in the future. Like they just mentioned them. Like, why are they motivated to do this? And but then, yeah, the climate change thing. I mean, it, I mean, the bad guy drops it. I think it could have been really cool if it was felt a little more Dr. Manhattan. I was just you know? thinking, I was like, if it turned into like a Dr. Manhattan thing, but how would it work? Well, I mean, I mean, you couldn't, I mean, you have to completely have to change. change the movie yeah, because Kenneth Branagh couldn't be this monster. No, little movie. He'd have to actually you know? be a person and not just, and a... then you couldn't, you couldn't have, then the Debicki thing doesn't make any sense, which, which I actually enjoy her overall arc. Like she gets to be the person she wants to be. Like I, I like that. So, do we hit all your faves? Um, yeah, I think that is. Oh, uh, we could talk about the climbing the wall thing. That was pretty cool. Uh, the the reverse bungee thing. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Just talk about that real quick, I guess. I really liked how they were just describing it. He's like, we could just bungee. It was a very casual conversation. How like we could bungee in reverse <laughs> or bungee up it. Is that it what he like, said? Yeah, it was See, like really casual. There's no, I couldn't hear that at all. <laughs> all right well, i missed his line what did he say in the security what did niles say to the security guys i missed that line 
I heard my audience laughing. Like they cut. So once he's in there with Priya, once John David Washington's with the Priya, they cut to Pattinson with like four security guys. And he says there was a one liner and I missed it. I didn't hear Smoke it. Him it sounds if like you got him. Yeah. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Where, where, where are you? I got a good pivot here. Where were you on the Pattinson train before this movie? Oh, let me I, I mean, I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, here, I've like just... seen everything he's done. Uh, is this is basically. this the question or is it, are we starting the question now? <laughs> what say that again? Was that was that the prompt or that is the prompt? Okay. What did you think of? How were your feelings of Pattinson before this movie? And were you like already a fan, or did this kind of like was this a revelation for you? No, Good Time. I was okay. You had seen Good Time. I was okay. in on Good Time, and so okay. I was. If you see that, you're in on Pattinson. I mean, yes. how are you going to see yes. that and not be in on him? Yeah. So, had you seen uh, Lighthouse yet? I have not. That was on my list, and I couldn't have convince you people. Seen High Life yet? I don't even know that. What is it? Oh, it's um, it's like him on a spaceship. Oh, oh, that one. Okay, I yeah. forgot that was him. Yeah, I heard. I because I, I was excited about that one, and then the the oh, reviews no. didn't it's, come. No, High Life is good. I heard that it's crazy. There's like a crazy. I think it's overhyped how crazy it is. I mean, it, yes, it's fucking crazy, but like I think. It may have been done a disservice how crazy it is. And it's actually like kind of a beautiful, hopeful ending. Um, and yeah. Okay. Well, um, no, uh, he was obviously my favorite character in this movie. Yes. And uh, I think that, well, he's also, he, he does the best job and he also has the best material to work with. Sure. Like Neil is in the know <laughs> the first time mm-hmm. you meet him. He knows, he knows what the protagonist wants to drink. He knows this, these things. He knows. <laughs> He he was able to summarize how mm, how think about that reverse chronological order works. Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh oh, is it like this? He's like, yeah, it's exactly like that. That was a great <laughs> touch. Uh, so yeah, he gets and then he gets the, the amazing reveal at the end. So yes, he gets. So how are we how are we interpreting that reveal? So I I, I just know the internet has disagreements. Oh, over okay, this. so, so I'm, I'm I'm curious how you. Interpret I'm not aware of this. I do not do Reddit. I don't either, but I dipped it there. Don't. That toe's gonna snap right off. <laughs> so the way I take it is is that he after he gives the protagonist back his piece the of, of the agricrag, <laughs> he is gonna go back in. He's gonna go back in time. Go no, we're the, we're on the same page there. And he then, goes back again, and then he's, he's and dies, and he's about to die. Okay, yeah. So you're talking about the opera? No, because that technically hap- We that technically happens. After. Oh, are you talking about the big, the big conspiracy theory about him being the kid? No, I'm not even <laughs> getting there yet. All right, there's too many Neil conspiracy theories. All right, so let's get that off the table. I don't think he's Max. Okay, that would be kind of awesome because I because this is I guess this, they are connected because I read interpreted the ending that Niles Nile Neil Neil why did I say Nile uh, Neil 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 is moving forward. Protagonist is moving backwards, correct? When? The whole movie, basically. What? Well, because, I mean, Neil is moving backwards, too. Not that he's inverted. Okay, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> he, but, he has moved backwards but, but the, to this the, period. But the protagonist's story yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah, yeah. moving backwards the whole movie. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, now we're on the where, same page. Where so he's eventually going to recruit Neil, mm-hmm. 
when protagonist is older. Yes. And then Neil is going to be working towards this moment. When he's younger. No, he's still, he's aging. Yeah, when he's younger is when he is working towards this moment. I guess we oh, all yes, are. Though, yes, we? yes. So we're, we're agreeing that Neil gets recruited at some point. In, in future the, years. In the, he said they were friends. For with- the protagonist who is moving into the past. The protagonist is moving into the past? Oh, I see what you're saying. So he says we've met already. Yeah, I figured that was in Washington's future, future Neil's the, so, past. <laughs> okay, we're still on the same page. Cool. But Neil's past being... <laughs> Neil's past being... <laughs> he is getting... So so say this movie takes place in 2000. Uh-huh. Neil gets recruited in the 80s, not the 2020s. I mean, that's not the way I read it. All right, so you recruit you read you viewed it as Neil Neil had, has Neil's going to be recruited pa- backwards. Yeah, Neil, at some point he moved he inverted years and years. Okay, and that's how he knew to be in the right place at the right time in the opera, and that's how he's moved to this. Okay, point that as makes well. sense. So that's and how that's he why he also had be. connections. That's how he knew how to call in the cavalry because in the future there's a cavalry that can be called in. But the same could couldn't the same concept work if probably if the yes. protagonist to cut you off probably yes <laughs> if the protagonist if if he keeps inverting uh-huh. and moving Going back. towards 1980 scarecrows when he finally meets Neil he can tell him everything that he's done and where he needs to be so then Neil gets recruited and then. He keeps, he 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 got recruited when he's twenty, and now he's thirty something. So he's been working with protagonists for sixteen years. But then, how come they've been working together? So I mean, either way, I guess the protagonist could still be working with Neil, mm-hmm. just the older version of protagonist, right? As Neil is okay, but for whatever reason, the protagonist couldn't. Older version of protagonist wasn't. In this movie, even though they've already met. Right. We okay. are getting, because he's the protagonist, we're getting mm-hmm. his origin story. Yeah. This is protagonist begins, not the <laughs> protagonist rises. That's coming later. You would definitely see a sequel to this movie, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to see. Any... I don't think they, I don't think he'll make one. No. But you would be, you'd be game for the sequel. I'm not going to miss a Nolan film regardless. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, okay. So it sounds like we didn't solve the Neil problem, but I do to go back to the ending of the movie. I thought that was a brilliant little yeah. thing. Yes. Like it, it gave that, uh, that, that great some wrap up, put a bow on with, it. Yeah, and you didn't. You, it gives you like some like, oh, that's sad. As it you is walk sad. Out. It's, it's even though even though it's like just this cool heroic moment. Washington can't stop him either. Yeah, because he knows why can't he stop him? The world. Oh, because he knows die. he has to be there. Yeah, he knows he's about. To, but did he tell him that he was gonna? Yeah, I guess Neil knows he's going to his death. Does he? Why would he? Because he says this is the end of for him. This is the end of a. Really, a friendship. Does he say the end? I feel like he said. I think he says the end. I, think, I thought he said, "We've been 
for me he says this is the beginning for you and the end for me <laughs> did he really i can't hear yes. shit i guess because um, <laughs> okay you did have some audio well then. We, <laughs> we had a speaker die in the middle of the showing also. oh no <laughs> pro aaron tara johnson yes or no uh you said he's Aaron, Aaron, Ta- Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's the he's the third lead of this oh, movie. Oh yeah, that guy. He's cool. the third lieutenant guy. I, I, I know he's exactly. Yeah. Well, I like him. Yeah. I wish his little lady friend got more to do though. They like kept t- tiptoeing on giving the girl tenant leader mm-hmm. who was with on blue team something to do, and then it's like, eh, no, we're not going to give you. She gave it hell a brief. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I love that visual imagery too when. Red team is getting briefed the start, and he's like, "Blue team's over there," and they just gave us a bunch of intel, and they're like, "Why aren't they showing us? They don't want to see what they, happened." You they know? never like, show us what. But they're see, doing. then they didn't play into that. Like when they when they land, you see some I like know. blue team people it seems like shambling into the container. But like, it felt like it should have been more carnage and been like, "Oh, there's only three of them made it." <laughs> there's a and lot it, that they could have done with it. It seems like. Yeah, I wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if the studio was just like. It's too. We're we're letting you do so much, Chris. This is too fucking much. Too confusing. I, I, I feel like he's not having to take notes. No, that's that's true. And some people would say it's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, maybe but, not um, a good thing this time, and maybe he's going to have to take him next time. Unfortunately. Well, no, I don't know. He's making. I mean, the movie's going to made. The movie's going to make four hundred million dollars probably in box office receipts in the world. Is that break even? Uh, probably yeah. with. It's, they say it's 250. I mean, um, bad luck. But from the fact that it came out <laughs> in COVID is uh-huh. insane. Bad luck. And I'm sure this movie's going to do insane home video stuff whenever that happens because nobody got to see the movie. I bet I still wouldn't be surprised if they drop this uh, out for 30 bucks on VOD in a month yeah, to try 30, to make up for that US audience. Yeah, I mean, I I would have paid I I would have paid fifty dollars to watch this on VOD at home, like no problem. Like I would do that for this. I would do it for Bond. I would do it for Black Widow. So Tenet, see it. You're you're not telling somebody not to see this. Movie, no, right? I think that's the first thing I said in my review. See it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's fun. It's just crazy. And have a speaker that works completely. Yeah, have a speaker that works. Oh wait, I did have another question I wanted to ask you. Um, get back to Do it. I like reverse bungee cords? Yes. <laughs> um, what would you have to talk about Nolan a little bit? He had one. He had three movies come out last decade. Oh, yeah. Of those three, Inception, Dark Knight Rises, and Dunkirk. Would any of those made? Oh, and Interstellar. He had four movies. Jeez, yeah, it's true. Which which of those four would have made your Decades best last decade. Dunkirk would be quite high. Um, you and I would say Quentin Tarantino. What? You and Quentin Tarantino. With Tarantino? Tarantino oh. put that yeah. in his top no, three. Yeah. Tarantino and I are we're simpatico like See that. Eye to eye. Yeah, that's why I call him Tino. Um, <laughs> You're the only person that calls him Tino. The two of us. Well, I mean, he, he yeah. refers himself to himself <laughs> the third as Tino. Person. It's like ah, Tino don't like that movie, and I'm like, I know, I know Tino. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'd say that's that'd be maybe one of my top fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then Dark Knight Rises isn't gonna make it on there. No. So then we got Interstellar, which oh, it might make in the in the high eighties or low nineties maybe, and then uh, Inception. Eh, that might be might be 
30s or 40s. I'd have to see it again to make sure. I actually, well, it's pretty damn good. But it would be on there. Oh. It wouldn't be like hanging on. No, it, no. It it's, would it's in there it. solid, yeah. Yeah. I don't have an... I only put Dunkirk and Inception on there. I wonder... Obviously, after, I can't complain too much. I, I barely kept barely kept uh, Interstellar on there. But I wonder if I, I if I redoing it... Like, I really... I mean, Interstellar, I think it's better every time you watched it. Looking at the bottom of my list, do I like it more than Steve Jobs or Marriage Story or Shutter Island? Possibly. Not Steve Jobs. You gotta keep I don't know. Steve it would Jobs be competing yeah. there. <laughs> we can get into that conversation. I think we should do another one of these pretty soon. We never talked about my actual list. No, we never did it. So we should talk about that. That'll be our next episode. So we're but, skipping... Um, Guillermo is going to get pissed at us. We just keep pushing him he back further and further. know what he doesn't know. Um, I, I've, been t- I've been keeping it updated. <laughs> Guillermo, he won't. He, he said, nope, we're not doing it again. Okay, so we can save that. But um, interesting. So, But you would maybe go all three. N- not a knock on you. I see more movies than you. So that might be that. Yeah. And Interstellar almost did make it, I would say. Did I leave it on here? Lady Macbeth would not make it. But inter- <laughs> we're not getting into this now. We're not <laughs> litigating this. I, it, I, I act like I don't. I liked it. I did like Blade Macbeth. Save those takes for later. When? Let's see oh, if I had it on my runner. Yeah, when we do another podcast. Um, I mean, twenty I don't even know if I had Interstellar. Oh, I did. I did have it in my um, my runner-up batch of movies, mm-hmm. along with. Uh, I'll taunt, and like, there's there's another eighty movies in this so runners-up list. Really, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, and I did not rank them. So, but I think it would have been close, especially if I had rewatched it. But yeah, no what about so? And you're just you're giving Prestige a little bit of a hit just because it's not. I haven't it, seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay, I was like, wait, you haven't seen it? No, no, I I haven't. I don't think I've seen. I like. Let's see. It's got to be his most character based. Yes. Film. It's not. Um, I I have given it a review. I don't think I've watched it since Letterboxd has been around, which means it's been a decade almost since I've seen it. Gotcha. Um, so that's the only thing. Go- I, it's not fresh enough in my brain to properly rate it, sure. I would say. But I do love it. I gave it four and a half stars. So. Pretty good. Why aren't you on Letterboxd? Because I feel like it's going to suck up my entire life and then I'll have no life left. Because well, you I, ever feel like giving your life up, come join us. <laughs> I, I'm sure it'd be fun, which is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We got anything else on Tenet? Mm. we miss anything um, it's surprising that we both like and not that I'm, I'm much higher on the movie than you i think but yeah. it's <laughs> you still liked it mm-hmm. and we disagree on like major <laughs> <laughs> like we 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 disagree on like two characters entirely almost and the the bad guy and the protagonist and how much we appreciated them yeah. but i think we i guess we are kind of similar on all the action though so um yeah, it sounds like we as, are, as cool as it is, we wish it could have been maybe a smidge bigger. You so. just are impressed by stuffing balls in the throats, and I'm not. <laughs> That's the difference. That's great. I was laughing really loud. Have you tried to like you make the hand gesture and say the word tenant and just casual conversation and see if anybody picks see up on who? it? No, because sadly not enough people have seen the movie to even like play along with that. Not everybody can be in. <laughs> it's a select group. The movie actually underutilized it. I think Pattinson does it one other time. That's it. Doing it right now. <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm, I'm looking at Letterbox. Okay. See? You see what Letterbox does? <laughs> um, Takes away okay. from the people in your life. That's going to do it for this one. 
Grant and I are going to discuss my decade's best list on the next episode, and hopefully that'll come out relatively soon after this one, so we can be friends again. We should probably record it before the election, in case the world just completely devolves into mm, utter chaos. Yeah. So, um, Post you can at least have your thoughts on my decade's best list for posterity. Yeah, you know, have so that the, the generations <laughs> yeah. rebuilding can. Uh, <laughs> They'll find it. They'll find it. These are the ten. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if? If the world fucking collapses and then this is all the archive have. of the movies is our decade. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, there's a movie. Guys, there's only like eight movies. Apparently, Do, um, we've done some analysis on the list, and it turns out <laughs> the most successful movie of the 2010s was, in fact, uh, <laughs> what would it be? It'd be uh, for us. It would have been like Hollywood or something. What of the stuff we recorded? No, I'm thinking of. Uh, Ah shoot! Why can't I? Is it cat? Ghost story? Yeah, or oh, uh, <laughs> Marcy Mar- cats, Marcy Marlene Martha Marcy Martha Marcy. Marcy, Marcy Did you ever watch Cats? No. Okay. It looks terrifying. Well, if you can ever get in a group of people to watch it, I would recommend doing it. Okay. I, that was one of the last. I think I saw a shit ton of movies like the last couple of weeks before this started. Like it was in the air the weekend I saw Cats, but I was like relaxed and had fun but i was also feeling slightly under the weather at the movie when i saw that it's like how i watched 28 days later after i had my wisdom (laughs) taken out and it was a whole different experience Uh, but um seeing cats with a crowd and it was a rowdy screening at draft house so it's like people were a lot and people weren't like actually most of the time it was bad jokes like people tried to be funny and it didn't work Mm. but there was enough good bits and then there was a running gag with judy dench's cat uh, for the last half of the movie, oh, that's is this really going to turn into the room? Um, no, I don't know, but they they definitely like like I said, I didn't see it in its initial run. I saw it, they were doing basically biweekly screenings of Cats in San Francisco oh by the by the before the pandemic. What was that on Twitter that it, like people keep rating it one star, but they keep rewatching it or something like that? <laughs> yeah, no, the the rewatchable people average rating was like in the threes. The best that that came up again because Matt Swinger had a great tweet because he was like, "I saw Cats and I don't even remember it." And he was, "It was if you saw Cats, you <laughs> definitely you remember." remember it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. On that note, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like not lion, but a cat. Uh, um, they don't hear the lion. We'll be back to talk everything besides gear. A lot of movies. The last decade in movies. All right. I'll be. I'm sure Grant will have plenty to disagree with me about. And, uh, really, really lining up to go down on Lady Macbeth. Um, oh, that sounded dirty. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I'm Zach Oldenburg. Find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. Go to middleofroad.com. Rate and review the podcast. Those are all good things. Grant, where can we find you on the internet? At $5wrench <laughs> on Twitter. I wrench, Not on Letterboxd. No. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, good talk, buddy. Mm-hmm.